I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Chris Walker, a professor of astronomy and the principal investigator of the GUSTO mission that's a part of the NASA Astrophysics Explorer program that was just announced. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Tim. Happy to be here. So you've got this program called GUSTO, but what does GUSTO stand for and what does it do? Oh, well, it's a long, tortured acronym. I won't uh, go through it all totally with you. But basically what GUSTO does is it maps the galaxy, and that's where the G comes from in the, in the uh, acronym. And it's an ultra-long duration balloon mission, which means that uh, instead of building our instruments to fly on spacecraft to go in orbit, they actually fly on NASA high-altitude balloons. How high altitude and how long will they be flying? This particular uh, package will go up around 110,000 feet and uh, using the new super pressure balloon technology NASA's developed for this ultra long duration ballooning, we'll be up between 100 and 170 days. We're listening to uh, atoms, uh, listening to what they uh, have to say at very high frequencies. They act like little radio transmitters and we have these very high frequency radios that pick them up. And that technology quite wasn't there for NASA in uh, 2000, uh, 2003. And so uh, we had to wait a couple years for that technology to mature. And then we decided to uh, test fly it on a high altitude balloon. We've been doing that since uh, 2012. And we did a flight in 2012. We just completed one uh, in January of this year. And why do you need a balloon or an orbital platform rather than just doing it from the ground? Well, at these very high frequencies that these atoms radiate, which is about a thousand times higher than the frequency of your cell phone, the water vapor in the Earth's atmosphere just sucks it all up. So the light that's coming down from the cosmos doesn't make it to the ground. And so you need to get above as much of the atmosphere as possible. Um, and so ballooning gets us above more than 95% of it. So for the science we're doing, it's as good as being in orbit. And is there a magic altitude, or is 110,000 feet just a convenient altitude to put it at? Well, actually, pretty much if you're above, uh, say, uh, uh, 80,000 feet, is pretty much as you know, you're there. The mission we just flew, uh, called STO, which is a, a pathfinder for Gusto, actually flew a little bit higher at 120, 125,000 feet due to the type of pre uh, zero pressure balloon that uh, it used as a uh, launch vehicle. Where will you be flying out of? So we'll do what we did with STO, and we'll fly out of the Antarctic. We fly in the summer, so the sun's up all the time, and we're a solar-powered mission, so that means we got power, and we actually generate between one and two kilowatts of power for this payload uh, with the solar panels. Also, it can fly uh, in a almost perfect circle around, around the South Pole, it's called in the, the anti-cyclone, which is like the fancy name for the jet stream around uh, Antarctica. So it almost comes back right over where you launched it. Um, so it makes it convenient uh, for recovering the payload. How long does it take to do one trip around the continent? Typically, it depends on the speed of the winds, uh, between um, 10 and 14 days, typically, to make one trip around. And you are expecting to be able to recover it at the end of the mission? Not necessarily, in fact, with Gusto. Uh, for such a huge, long mission, you know, 100 to 170 days, no one knows quite where it's going to end up. You know, for two weeks or four weeks, you're pretty safe that it's going to be hanging around the Antarctic. But there's a good chance that it could actually just take off and end up in mid-latitudes over New Zealand or Australia or Chile or whatever. Um, and so what we had to make sure we were able to do is bring all the observations down via satellite 
Um, so we're not required to recover the payload. I understand that you're a ham radio operator. Does that have any relationship to you ending up trying to listen to radio sorts of signals from the galaxy? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So I've, I've been doing that since I was a, a little kid. I've been a ham since I was a teenager, but I've been messing with radios as long as I can remember. It was always, we, we, my brother and I would haul these dead radios and TVs from where people dumped them in the nearby woods and, and take them apart and look at all the parts and wonder, what's going on? What kind of magic is this? So as the years went by, we picked up being a ham radio operator and doing electrical engineering in school. And then actually, instead of the mystery going away, it actually becomes more mystifying that all this stuff works. And so what we're doing at these very high frequencies well, for me personally, is kind of an extension of those childhood days. And when will Gusto launch? The target launch day is December 15, 2021. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.